We are touching the hearts of our seniors for the 12 Days of Goodness on the Answers for Elders podcast network. Get to know what we're up to this season of 2021. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio as we are celebrating the one and only Nesby Glasgow, former NFL player, Seattle Seahawk, Indianapolis Colt, and University of Washington Husky. And I am here with Nesby's three adult children, who is Nicole, Nesby, and Brandon. And all three of you, um, we have been talking about Nesby's life and growing up and who, who the person was that came forward. And there's a few things that I'm thinking of that you guys really talked about. Um, he, he never stopped at roadblocks. It pretty much, uh, you know, if he had a roadblock, he would find a way to get through them. I think that's one of the things that kind of is coming through. And the other thing is, is he would demand more of himself than people expected, I think is another talking point that I'm getting back. And the other thing is, is I would say um, he was a huge influence over the three of you. I, I mean, it's really clear. There's a lot of dads out there that were kind of absent or missing. That wasn't your dad. He was, he was involved in building you to be the individuals that you are. And certainly um, talking about Nesby as a dad, I guess I would love to Nesby, do you want to start and tell us a little bit about your dad, you know, as a dad, you know, your relationship with him? Um, yeah, he was always like, I, I just, like as much as, you know, they, they talk about their practice and stuff. I do. I mean, I, I remember times where I remember him teaching me to ride a bike in the front yard and just, you know, him just pushing me and just like, he just sort of just pushed me and let go. And, and then, uh, you know, I fell and he was just like, I know you could do it. It was just a weird, like way he said it. And the next time he pushed me, um, I'm riding my bike. It was just like, um, he would always have like this way of like this calming effect of, uh, saying something and you sort of just like being able to recognize whatever he's saying and, and then just do it like a, like we talked about earlier like primary pain and stuff like that or getting injured and he would just have a calming effective way of saying something and um amazing you just knew okay everything will be okay and then we just you know go do whatever that was we would mm-hmm. do um but yeah he was always um like he coached me like you know uh I think like two of my times playing football and baseball um, he was like a coach always there. Um, uh, one time, actually, he was all three of the coaches were Seahawks players, which is was was crazy. Um, when we were in Little League, it was and um, like he always coached us hard. He always was um, he was just always, you know, there in these weird moments when you like needed him. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're, you know, just the perfect timing. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it was just always uh, I just always knew that like if you when we have a talks, it was always like he just it's, it's hard to explain this calming effect mm-hmm. that sometimes mm-hmm. we're talking to you and you would just get yeah. it you know okay yeah I can only imagine too that your dad is as a father um just for who he was he probably raised you early to think globally think of community from day one mm-hmm. would would that be an accurate description oh yeah Nicole? Um, yeah oh yeah. you know that oh no I was just gonna say yeah we were all we, we were in the boys and girls club, like, like commercials, we were doing boys and girls club stuff. Like, I think like, I mean, me and my brother were in doing boys and girls stuff. I think by four, we were always around the boys and girls club, always. United you know, way. Yeah, United, United way, way. Volunteering. Um, 
yeah, all the things. Like he just, it was always important. If you had the time and ability to give, you you do it. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of to kind of stretch on what Nesby said, um, that same energy I talked about earlier with his mom, like he's always on your team. Like even if he has to tell you you did something wrong, like he's on your team in a way that I think, um, I feel like a lot of new parenting books talk about now. Like he, he knew that then, like mm-hmm. he was this rowdy football player who could get loud. He was the life of the party, but at home, he had the ability to be this like calming guy mm-hmm. who talked directly to you and was going to help you with your problem and gave really good, mm-hmm. thoughtful advice that was that was unique to diff- to each mm-hmm. of us because we're all we're three, three different people. And so it wasn't like he always gave like a cookie cutter answer. It's like he knew us well enough to give us the answer and have the faith enough for where we were at. And that That's is amazing. amazing. And it was fun to, as I got older, to start going to some of these events with him where he was um, donating his time and like see that he was giving that same energy. Like, to to folks that he like sometimes barely knew but it was just like that if if you were in his presence he was present with you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's a gift for somebody to have that kind of presence um with with you to be able to um to really support you to be the best person you are not necessarily what he thinks you are and Mm -hmm. i think that's a lot of uh, parents have been, I know, especially in my age group, I'm older than you. I'm your dad's age or actually older think than your dad would have been. I was born in 56. So I think he was born oh, just in- one year. Yeah. I, I was going to say, so I, I mean, I know in my generation, um, which he certainly was a boomer, um, you know, we have different, we have different, uh, quote unquote values in, in other words, the way we do things. And, it's, it's a lot stretch. We have to realize that you guys are the different generation, you know, you grew up as an X or, you know, or a wire and certainly gen X and gen Y they're, they're very different individuals, right? They had, and they have different types of values. So I, I can only imagine the fact that he was so expansive in his knowledge to support each and every one of you that he would take that out into the community all the time and see the potential in others. And, you know, I equate that to when he would go on visits to 12 days of goodness, because he would say, thank you to the seniors, which were, you know, in their eighties, you know, eighties, seventies, eighties, he would say, thank you for cheering for him. He had this amazing uh, capacity to care. And um, that's really um, I think who your dad was, Brandon, what, what are your thoughts about that? Brandon, what are your um, thoughts? About yeah. That? I mean, that's, that's right up the app. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear can you. you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, you know, my thoughts on him, I think the biggest things are inspiration, you know, uh-huh. like my said from a young age I'll, I'll never forget him coaching this basketball team uh inner city indianapolis and you know getting them together and and, and wow. they were cool because like we're super young and i remember the, the older guys like you know kind of talking to us and like you know my, my dad like having to coach them and figure it out but it was a joy for him to show up for those kids mm-hmm. um, you know i remember meeting people like at the super bowl i think in san francisco he came out to visit me i was out in the bay and um we met these guys and and this guy used to play with him and, and the way he pulled me aside and just like Nesby, he's like, man, like, like you stood up for me back in whatever. And this and that He's like, and you know, he's just like, I mean, anything you guys need. And he, he worked for Nike. And I remember this guy just being like, here, here's all this stuff. But so from inspiration, like he really touched people. I've, I've met several people. I was at an airport in Seattle and 
a guy, I hand my ID and he's just like, wait a minute, you're a Nesby clan? What, who are you? I was like, oh, I'm his son. And he's like, man, your dad was a legend. Like, this is just- He was ready a legend. He's like, I used to watch him. I love your dad. And and that always like, that struck me like, like wow. And I have, you know, a guy in an Uber ran. I'm like, wait, Nesby? Like, oh, I played against him. Just like, but that was one thing. But the other thing that he always- that I watched him and I always took was overcoming adversity. And when he was in college, he played in the senior bowl. He actually, uh, I think he like broke his ankle or something. Shattered, like, shattered his ankle. Shattered it. And, and he thought he wasn't going to go to the league and he goes back to California and he's basically sulking and he's on the couch mm-hmm. and depressed. I think he almost said he was going to, he might've, I was like, he might, he, he said, son, I was going to turn into a drunk. Like it was bad. I was down bad. And his mom came in and looked at him one day and she gave him that look and that speech that only a, a mother. Only her she could do. Like, if you want this dream, you better get your butt up and you better go get it. And from there he, he went and he got it. And, and, you know, for that, like we're blessed. Cause like that moment, maybe she doesn't say that we're back where he is, you know, like yeah. it changes everyone's lives and, yeah. and the things that we can do for our children, mm-hmm. other people that we're able to touch. And, and, you know, obviously his story goes on more from that. So mm-hmm. overcoming adversity, inspiration, and, and, you know, just giving back, we're like huge, you know, huge. And that's really a metaphor to what's been going on with this pandemic. Um, you know, we've had faced adversity. Um, we've looked for the bright spots in a, a very dark time in our, in our life. And certainly with racial equality, um, being threatened, which is, is just overwhelming to me. Um, and all the different things that he faced, it's like, this is an opportunity for us to really show the goodness and the, and the amazing things that there are people out there like your dad. They don't talk about all the good that they do. Um, but they do a lot. And I think one of the things that, um, you know, we can gather from this is an amazing opportunity to showcase somebody that really has gone above and beyond. And especially during the time of the pandemic, um, you know, and that was your dad. He was just like, okay, well, we'll figure this out. We'll move through, we'll do whatever it takes. And I remember, um, one time we had a senior center call him and he was on the golf course. And they called him and they said, uh, Nesby, you know, I would love to have you come. You know, we have a situation. I don't even remember what it was. And he left his golf game and went directly to the senior center because they, they were out. Somebody had asked about him or I don't even remember what it was, but I got the report back from the senior center. It's like, you know, that was what was so amazing about him. He always put himself last and to support other people. And I, I would say that's the person that I knew. Um, in our closing the segment, what, what would you give one word that would describe your dad? And uh, Nesby, why don't you start? Tough. I mean, I guess that'd be uh, tough. I mean, if, if I had one word, there's a, there's a lot of words. He's, he's definitely a unique person, but definitely tough. Um, you know, he was definitely tough and he can, so yeah, uniqueness. Um, yeah, he yeah, he was definitely yeah, he was unique. I mean, just his his whole thought process this on stuff is to me like um just for the, the for his age to be like the way he was thinking about things was always different to me. Um mm-hmm. and it helps me now, even now, just like just to always um but yeah, he definitely was just a super tough guy all at, at all cool. times. He was just like Brandon. You could push the 
Oh man. Uh you know the the only thing that I can I don't want to sound like he 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 was he was he was a hero uh to people that like really you know, when, when I talk with family and other people that were able to really witness his growth, I mean, also outside of me, but like the, like you said, the, the way they speak, you know, he was definitely a hero and inspirational, you know, inspiration like to them. So, um, and close to, you know, us. Nicole. Dedicated, like whether it was to the game or to family or to any cause that was supposed to I love his it. heart. Like he was going to give his all. He was dedicated I love man. it. So everyone, we're going to talk about the Nesby Glasgow Essence Award in our next segment in right after this. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsors, Humana and Care Partners. We are so grateful for your sponsorship, as well as all the senior providers that came forward to make our events happen over the 12 Days of Goodness. To each and every one of you, have a happy holiday season 2021. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.